welcome back to another episode of the Things Like That podcast. My name's Allie, our host, and I'm in the Target parking lot. What's new? Um, I always feel like I look like a private investigator when I'm like sitting in the back of the parking lot with like a microphone set up because um, I have my cute new microphone from my husband. So I hope the audio sounds a little better this season. But I'm deciding if I want to batch create content or just do this episode and post it today because I still have to go into Target and get almond milk and also these really good Ritz chips. Like they're not Ritz crackers, but they're by the brand Ritz and they're almost like these very thin potato chip slash slight kettle chip type of chip and they have them in salt and vinegar and they're so so good they're so light they're not super greasy I could literally eat the whole bag I love them so much um so highly recommend those random little input there um but I hope you you had a good week and today um I am talking about a topic that I'm kind of nervous to talk about because I think it's always like kind of like nerve-wracking to call yourself out on stuff but I want to talk about like identifying my own internalized misogyny I have trouble with that word um by the way I have like this weird speech impediment thing that I think it happens mostly when I'm anxious but it's been like there for like the last like two and a half plus years where I just kind of stumble over my words or miss words or whatever I think my brain just moves too fast um so that's also another like hopefully maybe motivation for you if you want to start a podcast but you're like oh I don't speak well or whatever like I just kind of get over it and I don't edit it out because it it, that'd just be annoying and maybe people don't even realize it but I do and um I feel like I'm kidding myself by saying people don't realize it but um but yeah that's just like a random little thing I just thought of there anyway um I want to talk about this topic because it's just something I want to talk about (laughs) like everything else on this podcast um, so I feel like everyone knows what misogyny misogyny is now. Um, basically, just like, you know, I guess patriarchy stuff. I don't know, like, the actual definition. But basically, internalized misogyny would be, like, putting another woman down to make yourself feel better or, like, not trusting women as much or, like, being jealous of them in the workplace. And a lot of the times it's things we don't even realize um, because you might be thinking, Allie, weren't you the president of women in business in college? Yes. And that helped me so much with all of this and just like learning to celebrate women and just like, I just think women are so amazing. Um, We have so many different like traits about us that can make us so gentle and empathetic, but we can also use that to be like great leaders. And so a lot of this was like, helped by being in women in business like because it was all about like champion women championing 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 (laughs) I don't know women and just like learning how to work as a team and just seeing how we all brought different things to the table I just loved it so much like it just gave me this just newfound respect for women especially coming from like a smaller religious town where you weren't really taught that as much um And also something I'll talk about is like coming from the restaurant, like serving service industry, which can cause a lot of this internalized misogyny. Um, But it's definitely something we can like notice in ourselves and like pick out. Um, So I'm going to start with the one I'm most nervous to talk about. Um, And that was I noticed this thing I would do when I was serving. So 
um I've been in like my first well my second job when I was 16 was um at in a fast food restaurant and then when I was 18 I started serving and I served for like several years after that and bartended and um I feel like in the service industry it's very easy to be like I have to look my best I have to like be the cutest girl in the room so I get the most tips or at least that's kind of like what you're taught at first or like what you pick up or what you think and over time I've like slowly helped myself grow out of that and learn like no I'm just a great server because I love taking care of people and I give great service but that can be very like ingrained in the service industry and also I think if you've ever worked in a restaurant you know what it's like for like a pretty new girl to come to work and everyone kind of hate her for a little bit or everyone be jealous you know Um, because there's also just like a huge culture of like everyone getting with each other at work and just needing to be on you know you want to be on top um and so something I noticed I did even like now at when I was serving I'm not serving well I'm going back to serving next week actually this is such a chaotic podcast can you tell I'm nervous um but one thing I realized I did several times was say like a couple sits down and the woman just like off the bat is just rude like a lot of times like we all know how it is like a female server comes up to you and you're like don't look at my man like that's just like I feel like there's a lot of jokes about that when really most of the time they're just doing their job you know um so I'm very aware of that um that some women can just have like obvious like we all get insecure and that could be one of them for somebody but this lady like I, you know, greeted them with a great attitude and she just didn't even look at me and was just like automatic bitch face just like made me feel like I was bothering her and just a switch went off and it was just like, okay, you are being rude and annoying me. So I'm going to like put my attention on like your husband or like flirt with your husband or whatever to make you feel less than or to like make her feel stupid for like having that bad ad- attitude with me. And that sounds terrible. Um, but that was just my first reaction. And I noticed that several times. Um, and I was like, why do I feel the need to like put her down or make her feel like pushed aside? Um, even that saying that like hurts me because it's like, oh, that's such a terrible feeling. But like I wanted to like put her down because she rubbed me the wrong way. And I think a lot of times like in the service industry, it's easy to just default to like, oh, I'm just going to like give your guy attention then instead of you because that's normally what they're most like insecure about, I guess. I don't know. This might just sound terrible, but I'm just sharing what I noticed. And so I just kind of hated that. And um, I even talked to John about it. And I just, it's interesting that that was my default response. And um, to like make her feel put down or make her feel like belittled or like pushed aside or stupid, whatever, to make me feel like I had control of that situation. And um, there's a few things I thought of about this. And One of the things is that I notice when another woman's in a bad mood, especially in like a professional setting, I'm like, okay, girl, get it together. Like you can't be walking around like this. Like, you know, you, you have to have it together. And I think that shows me how I talk to myself. Like, I feel like I need to have it together all the time and always present myself well. Um, so I'm expecting that from other women. Um, 
And also, like, my expectation is that women always have to be on their A game, you know? And um, I'm like, who cares if she came in here in a bad mood? Like, that's on her. And, you know, it's not even like she said anything terribly rude to me. She just rubbed me the wrong way. Um, Who knows what happened to her before she came in here? And I normally try and have that attitude when I'm serving is, like, you never know what someone went through that day. Um, And I think I need to, like, focus on that more when it comes to, like, women having bad attitudes with me, I guess. Um, But... So, yeah, I realized, like, women don't always have to be polite. And sure, like, I guess the common decency thing could have been for her to just, like, acknowledge me. But, like, she wasn't in the space to do that. And, like, who knows what it was for. But there is no need for me to, like, snap back at her like that. Even though I didn't say anything to her. Like, you know, I wasn't rude speaking back. Like, just my actions and my attitude after that showed that I was, like, triggered by that. And the way I went about it to make her feel put down just made me feel icky. Um, And it also showed me that when, if it was like her husband in that situation that did that, I wouldn't have reacted in the same way because I feel like if a guy's uncomfortable or like in a bad mood, I feel like I need to like back down or like cater more towards that especially in the service industry like a lot of the times like the guy is the most dominant at the table or he's going to be the tipper or I don't want to make him uncomfortable um but when it came to a woman being in a bad mood I was immediately like "Mm, no I'm going to make you feel bad I'm going to give all my attention to your husband so you feel even more bad and like pushed aside and that's just I don't like it um I don't even like talking about it (laughs) like it's just I don't know it's so that was my first reaction though. And, um, so it just showed me to one, like in order, I guess, to fix that is to give myself more grace because I've noticed a lot of my like defensive reactive patterns are coming from a space of like, how do I word this? When I notice I react badly to the way something someone else did I notice it's because it's something I'm not allowing myself to do so I don't allow myself to like um not be perfect and so the fact she showed up in an imperfect quote-unquote way I was like "Mm, no um so if I allow myself to be not always on my a-game and show up imperfectly that gives me the ability to like give her more grace and be like hey are you good instead of like snapping back at her um And also, like, learning to be a space for women to not be okay. Like, allowing that to be okay around me and women to feel, like, safe to be that way around me. Um, So, yeah, that's just something I noticed from from that situation. Um, But, yeah, service industry can really bring out the worst in you. (laughs) um, Because you just feel like you have to be on top and be the best. And um, I feel like I've definitely overcome that um, a little bit. But this situation was definitely odd for me um, to process. Okay, next. Um, Another internalized misogyny thing I feel like I still struggle with. Um, It's gotten a little better, but just needing to be, like, the most wanted girl in the room or, like, the it girl, you know, like, all the attention on you. And I say that and I... 
it's not that I want the attention on me because I definitely am still like shy and stuff, but I just want to be the most liked. And I think that comes from like growing up, like in my friend group, I never felt like I was the prettiest girl or like the most wanted girl by boys. And so I feel like there's still that place in me that's always like needing male validation, I guess. Um, And definitely like having John has helped a lot. Um, But I feel like I still struggle with it, even though like he loves me so much and like gives me all the love in the world. I feel like I still need validation from like other men and stuff like that, like having to be the it girl. I don't know. Um, But yeah, that definitely comes from a place of like me feeling like I didn't get that in the past, I guess. I don't know. I'm just like processing through this with you. I may be totally off, but here it is. Um, And the solution that I haven't totally like fixed in myself, but the solution I came up with like to try and give advice is just like being okay with what you bring to the table and focusing on the people who do love you because it's hard for me to accept that not everyone's going to love me like that, like makes my skin crawl. Like I don't, that doesn't naturally click in my brain. Um, And so learning to focus on the people who do love you for fully you um, could be really helpful because you don't have to try around them. You can just be yourself instead of wasting the energy trying to get other people's attention who at the end of the day are only giving you that attention you're asking for because you're probably not showing up as your full self and they're liking you for things that aren't even you um and also just like fuck people that don't like you I need to like get that in my head um but yeah another thing is um internalized misogyny can come up is seeing other women get up opportunities maybe you wanted or maybe you're not getting opportunities and you see other women around you like winning and you like get jealous um I definitely struggle with that a lot um and I noticed a few things about that I normally feel the most jealous when I'm not like working hard for opportunities like if I'm just like sitting in a negative space um or like right now like I see a lot of people getting like these big corporate jobs and like I've applied to some and haven't gotten them but I'm like so since I'm not where they are that's when the jealousy hits I notice when I'm doing great and like I'm winning I'm like oh yes you go like that's awesome so it's kind of that thing where it's like someone um doing better than you is never gonna talk down to you because they don't have the space to do that because they're winning themselves um And I think this is also hard, like in a corporate work environment or any work environment, seeing other women get opportunities, you start to pick it apart and be like, oh, well, it's because of this or, oh, it's because she did that um, when really like she could have just deserved the job. Um, So something I've always done, I've done for a while was especially if it's on Instagram and I see something and I'm like, oh, like, I can't believe she got that or whatever is I like make it a point to congratulate them. Um, And that really helped kind of switch that like negative mindset, I guess, because it's like, you know what, like I could sit here and be jealous or I could just like celebrate her and be like, yes, like look at you go. Um, So that's kind of like a good way to combat that. And um, 
yeah, so those are just like some things that I was thinking of, struggling with. Um, I have, I feel like people are going to judge me for this episode. I don't know why, but yeah, it's just some things um, that were on my brain. So um, I hope you got something out of this. Um, I highly recommend joining some type of women's group if possible, um, because that was just such a good experience for me um and really taught me how to celebrate women and appreciate just like all the things women are capable of and learn to have positive experiences and interactions and positive relationships with women and um also like I had some tough conversations too um through that process that helped me like realize things about myself and better ways I could go about things. Um, So also having like positive confrontation with women is important too, because that can like heal a lot of the things you might've gone through in the past with women. Like, I feel like a lot of times women are like, I just don't get along with other girls. Um, And I think a lot of us can relate to that. Um, So if you can like go into some type of women organization, especially if you're in college, that's probably the easiest way. and just go in with the mindset of like, I'm going to make this healthy and positive and really like make an effort to connect with other women. Like, I think it could be so good. So thanks for listening to this episode. Um, feel free to leave a rating or review. Um, feel free to leave one in the podcast Instagram DMs because I love responding to those. Um, and let me know if you struggle with any of these things. And I will see you or talk to you next week.